Hello everybody, Paul Jankarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from Online Marketing for Life, and that's the number four. Okay folks, a happy Friday to you all, and I wanted to get started with my friend Bob Proctor. Uh, He spoke about the terror barrier and how we need to overcome that and a quote that he shared from Joseph Campbell was the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek is that not the truth or what you know how many caves I haven't gone in that when my treasures were in there, whatever it could have been, maybe the the love of my life, I actually went into the cave and got her. That was my wife. But income caves, no, I could never do that. Or no, I'm not smart enough to do that. It's not the case, folks. It's not a matter of uh, ability or smarts. It's the matter of desire. Fear keeps us from our desires. That's the most destructive emotion. You know, and repetition creates awareness in our minds. And the more repetition we have, the better it is as long as it's positive, fulfilling activity. You know... Um, self-destruction starts with the self (laughs) thinking mind whatever we we think we believe we've heard that before folks you know we're programmed to live how we're living and the terror barrier and to get through it is freedom on the other side but you know, we we bang off the terrier barrier so many times, it seems. But you must continue to break through that terror barrier. Keep banging off the wall, and eventually it'll break through. Kind of like digging for gold. You're only a couple pickaxes away. Just, Just keep going, and you'll start to see that the gold is there. Uh, Today, I had a, I guess you could call it a, a moment. (laughs) It was just an observation that I was making. You know, these mobile devices that we all carry, we refer to them as our phone. But on a day-to-day basis, that's probably the least amount of activity that we do on them. Is using them for a phone. You know, at least the traditional way anyway. But it's it's just something I observed. And I thought it was kind of neat, you know. Um, when we originally got cell phones, they were predominantly to make calls. Now with the new age of the smartphones, 
man, they do so much more than make calls. Imagine if you had a smartphone right now and all you did with it was make phone calls. You'd think the person was whacked out. Well, I know someone that that's all they use their smartphone for is to make phone calls, which is just crazy. But anyhow, I digress. Uh, jumping back on the train here, our friend Darren Hardy in his uh, email today was how your perception might be out of whack. And he says the spotlight effect is the phenomena in which people tend to believe they are being noticed more than they really are. I have that spotlight, uh, spotlight effect big time in church. For some reason, I always think people are looking at me in church. You know, whether I'm, you know, have a stain on my shirt or if I have, if I'm wearing pleats when I shouldn't be wearing pleats. Uh, pleats are those little ruffles on the front of your, your pants, which went out of style about 20 years ago. Yeah, I continue to wear them. Um, what am I going to do, you know? But anyhow... Um, we are not the center of the universe like we may feel at times. We are all egocentric. But most people don't notice the stain on our shirt or if we wear pleated pants or shorts or whatever have you. It's just the case. People don't notice or care as much as you think. And it's true, I guess they did some study in a college uh, campus in a psychology class. They had a few students go in with uh, like a Barry Manilow shirt and I don't know what else there was. But very, very few people noticed uh, what they were wearing. And quite frankly, they didn't even know the color of the Barry Manilow shirt. So that goes to show you. Um, my Bob Proctor six-minute success message today was pretty sad because it was a repeat of yesterday on choice. You know, and the only thing different that I took from this that I didn't take from yesterday was, you know, basically to the left we have bad, to the right we have good. What's in the middle? Nothing. Nothing is in the middle. It's either good or bad. It's a choice that you need to make. You need to either choose left or right. Good or bad. It's simple as that. And then Matthew Kelly uh, was, spoke about rehumanization and are we losing our humanity as a society? And he basically said when you dehumanize dehumanize people it changes the way they treat each other you know do we live in a society of love and respect or one of brutality and it's not binary you know it's not one or the other it's both 
But an example that he gives with dehumanizing things is CSRs, customer service representatives. You know what I mean? It seems like they're constantly being berated when we call up with questions or dissatisfaction with a particular product. We seem to take it out on these people. And, you know, they feel dehumanized in a certain respect, and, and they don't deserve that. Uh, so, you know, just take that to, to heart, so to speak. And just to let you all know, nothing created has ever been able to fill the heart of man. God alone can fill it infinitively, or infinitely. Excuse me. And that was said by St. Thomas Aquinas. And that's the truth. But every day there's something else out there, some other material good that's going to make us happy. And it will for a period of time. You know, I got a new car. You know, not a brand new car, but a three-year-old new car to me. On April 22nd, and maybe a month before I was starting to say, well, geez, the glove box is too small. There's not a lot of compartments in here. There's not a lot of, you know, different gadgets. <laughs> you know, so that uh, that's my take when it comes to a vehicle. You know, maybe in some respects it could be longer, but, you know, that's... Don't get me wrong, uh, I drove my older car that my son's driving now, and it was not nearly as nice as the car I'm driving, so I definitely am pleased with what I have. But it's just an observation on my part for sure. And I had a call today, a private call, with an uh, individual and I thought it was going to be one of those solicitation calls, which it was, but, but it went well. Uh, and it, we kind of jived and we kind of, you know, hit on all cylinders in a certain respect. We, we had the same philosophies, shared the same um, beliefs, if you will, for the most part when it came to business. Uh, and it was refreshing. It was refreshing to see, you know, and in, in to experience. And, you know, he basically uh, mentioned something that I, I, I knew, you know. He said, listen, I'm so, when his friends mentioned to him, his friend who's very successful, don't post anything about work on social media. Don't, you know, promote your products, this, that, the other thing. He's like, uh, all right, how do you want me to make money then? And he said, 90% of your time should be focusing on marketing strategies. That should be your focus. If you do that, you will be uh, very very well off and he also 
commented on the fact of one-dimensional versus three-dimensional thinking. Three-dimensional thinking, looking at it from a, a total standpoint where you can kind of turn it all around and see the good and the bad and and be able to judge it from yourself as opposed to just punching holes in it. I thought that was uh, pretty dynamic. And he talked about, you know, a, a couple opportunities, a couple programs that uh, he promotes and offers that he feels as though would be beneficial to what my existing business is now, which was refreshing to hear. Because how many times do we and do others uh, try to take someone away from their current pr program and promote and insert theirs uh, in place of it? And that's uh, not so much the, um, the case with this particular affiliate that I talked with or this this individual and it was it was pretty um, it was pretty refreshing to have a conversation with someone that was really asking me questions and looking to find out about what made me operate and it was um, you know, interesting to see where, where, where this relationship, if you will, will go, you know, he basically wanted to cut the message thread as short as he could, which I only found out in hindsight, you know, he's like, I'm not looking to get into, you know, 20, 30 bubble, you know, message threads. I, I'd like to get to the point and, and, and get to a point where the first sale would be a conversation and speaking with someone. Uh, and, and that takes um, a lot of expertise, if you will, because you need to be able to qualify that prospect. And, you, and again, you're going to have shortcomings. You're going to talk to a bozo, I'm sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? But... The, the point of the matter is, is if that you qualify them uh, throughout the whole process, you can get a feel and you can get a taste of, of how a prospect is. And if you can develop some quick rapport in the message thread and establish some needs, you know, it's not so much promoting your product, but maybe getting on a, a phone call. And, and discussing things with them. So that's just food for thought. Uh, don't shy away from a, uh, a telephone call or a Zoom call or a Facebook Messenger call. You know, it, um, it may pay dividends down the road for sure. And just lastly, uh, today is low lessons and observations of the week and I basically spoke about passions and obsessions you know we tend to be very obsessed about things whether it be our car our money our jewelry our businesses and, and with that 
obsessiveness, we have somewhat of a tunnel vision, which is, is not good because we're not diversifying ourselves. And it is good because you want to be laser focused. Uh, you want to be dialed in, so to speak. But with passion, uh, you have that same ability, but it provides clarity provides clarity of, of what's important and being able to structure everything else as well because you should have more than one passion. You should have passion about your business, your spirituality, your mentality, your physical health, your relationships, uh, you know, I don't know what else, your financial health. Those are all, you know, categorized, but they should all be circular. In other words, they should all, in a perfect world, rate to 10. You know what I mean? So if you connect the dots, it's, a, it's pretty much a circle on that spoked wheel, if you will. Um, but if you got one at 10, one at 3, one at 7, one at 2, you know what I mean? It's going to be a bumpy ride so to speak. So that's where diversification comes in and your goals, your life goals should be more than just business and income goals. It should be diversified across the board. So I will leave you with that to chew on, folks. In the meantime, have a wonderful weekend. I will check in with you next week. Um, Be well. Stay well, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye now.